Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yeah, hey everybody, that's us. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turning, uh, turn us on. Uh, one of the things I, I want to just say is that, um, you know, it's interesting how the energy of things works. And today's show is about that and much more. Uh, very special guest, one of our hosts, Sharon Rolfe, joining us here today. We're going to talk about longevity plans. But there's an energy around this. And that's what she's going to bring to the table because here's the thing that I know, and this is not a political statement, so don't even, don't even go there with me on this. But here's the thing I know. Five months ago, or whenever that was, everybody's saying, we got to get, we got to have a demographic, we got to show our youth, we got to, right. And I'm really struck by the fact that while Every single generation in our world needs to be mentored, supported, and help rise up. We cannot, in that conversation, eliminate people that are over 50. So here's the thing I love about today's show. A friend of mine sent me this, but I don't know if it's even true. I don't I haven't had a chance to look it up. And they said, you're talking with Sharon about longevity, Pat. I say, yeah, that's it. But that's big. We're going to talk about financial planning, longevity planning, whatever you want to call it. We're going to talk about planning. So my friend said to me, are you going to talk about what it means to be the comeback kid, regardless of what age you are? And I don't know what Sharon is going to bring today. Retirement coach, boomer, repurposing expert, dreamer in action expert, believes in expansive possibilities, if you dream. If I were to list, listen five months ago to what people were saying about those of us that have been around the block, neither one of us would be here doing this at all. <laughs> but here's the thing I know. We don't do it alone. If you look at my team here at Transformation Talk Radio, the Dr. Pat Show, and our affiliates, what you find is, I don't know how old Olivia is, so I'm just going to have to make stuff up. But if you look at us, there is an age range from 20 to 70. And this is a powerhouse team. So what I want to say is, if you don't think that longevity plans or planning is important, then you're underestimating what your life could and will be like. Sharon, great to have you. Thank you, Dr. Pat. So comment my friend made to me was, are you, are you ready for it? Because this really talks to what you're about and what you're talking about. A friend of mine said to me, sent me an email and said, hey, are you guys going to talk about the fact that you can be whatever you want to be at any age? And I said, well, I think we're going to talk about you could be vibrant and secure at any age today, right? But I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about that movement. And I said, why? And she said, did you know that if you look at this upcoming election, that there's never been a platform where the combination of ages, she gave me some number, combination of ages is over like 220. 
and I said, honestly, I do not spend my time like that. And I said, what does it matter? What does it matter if we show up in life, Sharon, as we show up in life, as our best selves, our most prepared selves, right? Mm -hmm. But we do it in a way regardless of age. Isn't this something that you support and are leading the cause about? Yeah, there's there's people that particularly um, focus on staying, uh, finding jobs after 50. Like one of the books I, I picked up, uh, 55, underemployed and faking normal. <laughs> And it was outrageous. It was a very good book. And she has actually started resilience circles. And resilience, I'm finding, is so, so, so important. When I left, yeah. relocated to Tampa, Florida, somebody told me I was the most resilient person they knew. Really? And um, I've embraced that. But yeah, I I think you're as young as you, as you say you are. I mean, as young as you feel. That's what I want to say. Think. Think is more important. And that really leads to today and the conversation about longevity plans. You know, let's tell everybody what that means from your perspective and why that is a new idea as such. Yeah, I was um, talking to a friend of mine here in town um, about two weeks ago, maybe three or four weeks ago. And she was she was kind of like being uncomfortable and, and, and saying, I don't know if I like this retirement thing. She had been easing into it, phasing into it. And so I thought, why, why the struggle? But when I told her, I had just come across the thought um, earlier that week, why don't we call it longevity planning instead of retirement planning? And immediately there was a change in her attitude. And I like that, she says. So um, the, I think longevity also doesn't box us in. And that's yeah. really important for us boomers, I think, to be saying we've got as long as we kind of choose, you know, with our health and so forth. So um, why just, you know, think of your parents' retirement, think of, you know, the next generation for us to be living and planning for. Yeah. I mean, we have come a long way between what retirement meant 40 years ago and what it means today. Um, it's not a, a word that you hear used that often much anymore for people because there's a new concept of it and everybody has their own definition of it. I mean, clearly the people that I, I'm around, when they talk about retiring, out of their mouth, comes the following I, and I was just talking to one guy in particular that I play table tennis with and it's like yeah I'm gonna retire from Boeing and I'm going to take my band and we're gonna play more gigs and I'm like wow that's a very different concept but that really talks to the fact that retirement is not something that people see at the end of their life you know what I mean remember how it used to be oh that's like the end of my life people are like okay like I'm Part two and part three. What's next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I contacted a person yesterday. Uh, I haven't heard back from him yet, but I needed a photographer coming up. And um, on his website, it sounded like he didn't exactly say that he left his job and took up photography, but it had always been a hobby and now it was going to be a business. And that's a perfect transition, easy transition into retirement. And how do we even begin to conceptualize that in our lives? Because aren't we talking about longevity? So let's kick that up. So when we're here and we're talking about longevity, what we're talking about really is here I am today, doesn't matter what age it is, and longevity. I plan to be here for a while. Yeah, I saw last evening um, a video of somebody that li was living to 116 I think she was in Italy, but they're now calling there's a blue zone of, of uh, about four places in the world where people are easily over 100 all the time and having a lot of support around you from family, eating healthy, being very active was part of that. And um, I, I kind of need to study that some more, but um, I, I, I'd like to start by kind of reminding people that when the Peace Corps started, it was us boomers that that was the wave that brought that in. 
And John F. Kennedy had made his um, appearance at a college campus in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And there were tens of thousands of people that showed up at midnight. And um, they said, well, wait a minute, why is this important? Because they can't even vote yet. They were too young to vote. And, um, but he challenged the audience. He had just come from a third world country and said, how about you giving some of your life to help improve our world? And the uh, editor of the college newspaper uh, ran with it, got a sign up sheet for people to hear, would you like to be a part of this? And within six months, it was a reality. He was in a third world country doing some training for, um, I think a couple of years. So I think it's time for boomers to step up and do their, be challenged by doing the Peace Corps assignment, giving to the world what they have left uh, in their time and talent, and um, we can still impact the world. Well, when we think about impacting the world, we're thinking about a couple of things. And, you know, primarily is we're thinking about how we come up with a new model and that new model is to help us understand that here we are and we are at this point in time of our life and most people don't even know how to talk about it. Well, I, I want to talk about it now because um, I think there are some things, yeah, AARP says it's good to do this and good to do that, but they're not saying what happens if you don't. And it's time somebody lay the reality out that when you don't have a social support like these blue zones and having lots of family around you, there's almost 20% of the boomers that have no kids. That means no grandkids, no uh, you know, places to go because your kids live there. They didn't have kids. So um, retirement for them is going to be very different. So I, what I actually brought is I'm not usually a negative person, but I want people to realize there's some choices that you're making that need to be on purpose. So my, um, my little elevator speech that I worked up just recently um, talks about, um, I'll, I'll give it to you short. No, you, go for it, go for it. Have you been knocked off your feet recently by a transition like, empty nesters or being a former caregiver or in the passing of a spouse or even retirement or someone you know has, it might be leave you feeling confused, marginalized, perhaps invisible, useless, even bored. I know I felt some of that when I retired and now I'm loving to help people find a new clarity and direction in life so they can experience the ideal. I want everybody to live, you know, you stand before the pearly gates and say, I use that talent you gave me and I'm um, fulfilled. So um, I uh, am a creator of Effortless Vitality Plan, Fresh Courage uh, podcast and the Longevity Blueprint. Wow. And so here's the way that you articulate your presence in the world today. And I think it's so important for people to really have a fulfilled identity, regardless of what they do. Mm. And, you know, by articulating that, I think that's the next great thing for us to help other people with, right? Um, you know, that comes in so many forms of how we talk about ourselves, but also how we show up in the world. We're going to take a short break. When we come back. We're going to talk about here we are. Now we have that thing for us. that We want to move forward. The question is, what are some of the challenges that happen as a result of being in this longevity space? And what are the solutions? that Sharon has brought to the table for us. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. 
To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to Dr. Pat shows this talk radio to thrive by. I'm Dr. Pat and I'm here. Very special guest, Sharon Roth. We're talking about longevity plans. What does that mean? And, you know, why do we need a new defining characteristic around this? Um, And there are a number of challenges to looking at longevity and longevity planning. There are challenges that come inherently in who we are for the majority of our lives. And if we are in a certain pattern in a certain way, and that no longer exists for us, then what happens? Now, I want to say this, because you all have heard me talk about this. I'm going to turn it over to Sharon. Many of you experienced this firsthand in 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, and a little bit of 2011, if I recall, we started to come out of it. But you experienced what we're about to talk about today. And what that is, is one minute you're there and the next minute you're not. Sharon, before we continue, how do people find out more about you? Tell them about your show. And then let's hit folks up with what some of these challenges are. Okay, my Fresh Courage podcast is on Mondays at noon on Facebook Live on Transformation Talk Radio. I also have it on my podcast tab on EffortlessVitality.org. And uh, I like to start my show with daily uh, a reminder for daily do something that brings you happiness, health, and wealth. Now, those are choices. And that's the big thing. Dr. Pat, when people are no longer who they used to be, it's up to you to decide to have happiness, health, and wealth. So one of the first things that I like to talk, we were just talking about it earlier, is that the, uh, the challenge in retirement when you're no longer employed yesterday from today is your social network was often wrapped up and your career, if you were working lots of overtime or lots of out of town stuff, when you don't have a family or clubs or uh, neighbors that you do things with on a fairly regular basis, you don't have a social support network. And that's one of the keys, a big key for living to a hundred or more. So the choice is um, like Dr. Pat does, she, she joins a, 
um, ping pong, ping pong group. Yeah, and table tennis, yeah. So I, I like to quilt. So I might uh, be in a quilting group or a church is a great place to have a support group. Um, the, um, the independent streak of boomers needs to be kind of modified and and make a choice to be with like-minded people so one of the things i did was start a meetup group that was for the boomers in my area and we um the group is still going i started it um almost three years ago and and turned it over to them to self-manage uh a year ago so cool if you if you don't have a social support network isolation starts setting in that's the truth that you won't often have anybody telling you about these choices that you need to make deliberately yeah yeah so what does that mean let's break it down let's break it down okay so sharon look i don't know if you like uh watch any television i don't not much all right so I am a commercial junkie. And let me tell you what I mean. I so don't know what to do with commercials on television. And by the way, we're going to be cutting our commercial breaks at least in half from three minutes to one minute or 90 seconds. And the reason that I want to ask you about this is because there is a commercial on television. And honestly, I don't even know what it's for. I don't remember, but I remember the commercial because it hit me. So it's this woman that gets up in the morning and she's ready to go to work. And I guess that's her partner, a husband there in the commercial. And they, you see her go out the door, rush down a subway train, right? Get on the subway, take off to where she's going, circle back around, walk in her kitchen, right? And I think her husband or somebody says to says something to her like, uh, well, why do you still commute when you're working from home? <laughs> and she put her stuff down and said something and went into the other room. Now, why is this important in transition? Yeah. It is so hard to go from a thing I'm not sure, I don't care what it is. Even if you've been a student and you're a graduating student and you're 21 years old, even if it's going from that thing or you're retired, when you go from something that had so identified and had so much structure, when I coach people that are in career transition, I really do have them continue some of their routine. But we don't do that when we're thinking about the topic that you're talking about. We don't talk to people about what's going to be your transition plan for your longevity. And isn't that part of the challenge is we expect people to now know how to do something new when they've never had to do it. Exactly. Our culture, our media is not covering this well. And that's why we need to. Uh, I'll, I remember going up to, um, my home birthplace and um, stopping at the grocery store. And um, I noticed there was one or two cars out in the, in the uh, parking lot that people were just sitting in. And this one looked like a, a, a man that was at least 80, 85 years old. And I thought, <clears throat> you know, he's probably here specifically to watch people. And even if you go in and it's a lot of grocery stores now have coffee places and there's a place to sit and watch people, you know, it could be a park, it could be the beach, but I, it just kind of made my heart sad because they're probably isolated and this is their way of getting out of the house on purpose, at least they're in their car, but, um, I, because there's 90 or 20% of us boomers without kids, we need to start watching our neighbors, our relatives and say, ask them specifically, what, how are you handling isolation in retirement? Because if you don't, depression sets in, 
declining health sets in and they're going to be gone. Can I tell you something about Washington State? Washington State right now is big in the headlines for reasons that we all know. And I got to tell you, our hearts go out to all of you that are in this space and are worrying about, you know, contracting the virus. But this is a state where we've had scenarios happen like this now and before. But here's what I, what I want to say about our state. I have relatives and friends all over the country, right? But mostly on the East Coast, Sharon. So Linda's brother's mother-in-law, I love this woman. And she packs herself up, I think, a couple days a week and goes off to their senior center. Mm-hmm. Now, myth number one, to belong to a senior center, you have to be 100 years old. No, no, wrong. I think it's like 50 right, so or 52, I don't know. So that's thing one, you need to fix that. Thing two, the cost of membership in a senior center uh, requires you to go get another job. No, 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 not in the state. But here's the thing. We started to talk to her and Linda's visiting and she comes with me to play. And so I play table tennis up in Everett. Now, here's what I want to say about Carl Gibson, an amazing man who, who was responsible for clearly infiltrating the need for what you're talking about in Washington State. And he started up in Everett. Here's the deal. In our state, we have more ways for people to get engaged than believable. Do you know how many pages of events is in the monthly, what do you call that? Uh, Newsletter. Yeah. Where I go up in Everett to play. It is like a booklet. Linda is taking it home to her senior center back in Jersey because I was like, why don't you go to your senior center? And then I went and I thought, oh my gosh, we are so spoiled here. But here's the thing. If I'm not talking about it on my show and you're not talking about it on your show, does anybody even know we have that resource here in Washington state? Yeah, I've been actually doing some workshops at uh, some senior centers around my area. I've been to Carl Gibson uh, once or twice, um, once kind of by mistake, but I was I was amazed oh. at all the activity going Ooh. on there between wow. the lunchroom and the coffee and the ping pong. And um, there was just tons of things and they didn't have room for my workshop. <laughs> and I my workshop was, what do you want to do in retirement? So I was trying to help people think about what would be, um, a way to use their talents and skills and experience um, in a way that to rechannel it. And um, yeah, they, they were too busy for me. <laughs> we have got to do something like you say, is we have got to bring the message out that you're bringing out today. Because let's talk about longevity when we come back and what we can do to help people understand that there's a way not to be alone. Even for those people that are like me, I, okay, I am such an introvert. It's crazy. I really am. I do a show, you bet. <laughs> Hard to believe I am such an introvert. I have taken the test like five or six times. All that means is when I'm done today, I am not going to have a party in the back of my house today. I'm going to probably sit down, regroup, watch a YouTube video. Don't call me. Don't talk to me, except if you're Olivia or Zach or Linda and Jessica. But I do pick up the phone. But when we come back, I want you to walk us through what you have made available in terms of knowledge and information. Because even if you're not in the group we're talking about, maybe you got a parent. Maybe you got a grandparent. We need to get out there and make this a movement with Sharon Rolfe. We'll be right back. 
Sanskrit is not just a language to be written and spoken, but it is a doorway to gaining understanding of how we experience life and truth. Conscious Confidence is a book written by Sanskrit scholar Sarah Main. The stories Sarah shares will take you on a journey of understanding how the power of this ancient language is not only still relevant, but can truly transform your everyday life. Drawing upon the deeper meanings behind the Sanskrit words for confidence, Sarah Main outlines principles for harnessing the fourfold energy of conscious confidence. Focusing, uniting, simplifying, and energizing. Not just a book, a life guide. Available now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Inner Traditions, you can find all of those links on ConsciousConfidence.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Darcy Pariso is your connection to spirit, energy, and healing. You can meet Darcy in person at upcoming events throughout Seattle. Do you have questions about your animal companions, yourself, or do you desire to communicate with loved ones on the other side? Darcy will connect you and get answers. Darcy can also work with energy healing to help you and your animal companions feel more balanced and recharged. Visit DarcyPariso.com events. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. We were just we were just talking some smack here. Oh, is that like even a term? Yeah, Sharon and I were just talking. Um, uh, we've got to get some of these outtakes, uh, Olivia, from some of some of these uh, some of the shows we do with the Zoom. Uh, one of the things that we were talking about is uh, first of all, we're going to talk about vibrancy. The second thing we're going to talk about today is embracing change. But the third thing we're going to talk about for the remainder of the show, tackling challenge two, three, four, and five, is going to be what it means to work with somebody and not have to do this alone. Uh, Sharon, before we, before we kind of get back to this and hit people up with some of these challenges, I want, to, I want folks to know, one, how do they find out about you? How do they go to your website? But even more importantly, how do folks work with you? Because I think this is important for folks to understand. Just because you and I are talking about this today, it doesn't mean there isn't a way for them to step into this. Yeah, such a good question. I uh, Let me show. I make this artwork. And this artwork is another way of uh, all three of my loves coming together. I love color. I love wisdom. And I love sewing. And um, one of the things I'm really getting hot about doing for um, people in transitions, caregivers, empty nesters, widows, singles, retirees, up here I have my, my um, essence statement. I'm starting to call it my longevity blueprint where I help people uh, create a metaphor for who are they at their best. When they've had the best kind of day, best kind of project results were just so outstanding and you feel so good about it. 
let's create us a longevity blueprint that you can when i when i first got home from retirement I'm, i i thought well i'm bouncing off the walls how, how do i know if i've had a productive day well i would come and read my essence statement two or three times a day it would be great thing to do start the day with um because when you remember warm memories it gives us mental strength and especially if you're facing a challenging um situation that day or gotten stressed out come back and read your your essence statement and say oh okay okay that is who i am i feel good about who i am and you're back in that zone for um, giving your best. Yeah. So the now, next. Now, there's a reason for doing that, right? Because we can forget how absolutely amazing we are. Yeah. So that makes me feel centered. And anything I do that day will feel productive because I'm being true to myself. How important is that? Yeah. No, it's good. So challenge number two that um, as we move along on this is your time and activities have had been previously directed mostly by others. They told you when to show up. They told you when to go home. They might even tell you how to get to work, <laughs> where to work. And um, so when you don't have that boss and job and all those kids activities, you have to be in charge of your time and activities, just like Dr. Pat is make, you know, have it on her calendar to go play ping pong. That's part of her calendar. So start imagining your calendar for the week or the month. Um, you know, a lot of people go and visit their grandkids, yeah. uh, you know, a week or two a year. Well, you put that on the calendar. How about putting some other social activities on your calendar? Because it helps you with that mental strength and that uh, support. But you have to be the one that decides to do that because nobody's going to tell you. To, you know, sometimes there might be, you know, wives or spouses that say, honey, let's go do this and let's go do that. And it, without them being there, because we all are single sometime in our, you know, as life winds down, that um, you have to show that initiative. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to tell you this, let's talk about this since you brought it up. I know this show is not about it, but I want to bring it up. I hope that there is a point in time, if you haven't done it already, Sharon, um, where you actually do a show. Uh, I'm actually planning to do a series on this for women, but do a show on what it's like to be single again. And why, why are you and I even talking about that? Well, the statistics are out about women, right? And you all would be surprised. And I'm not talking about women that have gone through divorce, although that is a statistic, but there's a statistic on the longevity of women mm -hmm. and outliving their male partners if you have a male partner. Now, if you're a woman with a woman partner, I'm pretty sure that that's gonna be up for grabs. But in this other arena, you may find yourself in a place where you don't have somebody else that you've had with you for years. And you know, all of this seems to get come together, Sharon, at a perfect storm at a certain point in time in our evolution of life. Yeah, it's not uncommon that people in retirement start feeling uh, confused and um, wondering what should they be doing? My neighbor down the uh, hall there, uh, she had been retired 18 months. And, um, when she started feeling confused and needed some clarity about yeah. life in retirement. Yeah. And, um, when I asked her to name, a, uh, you know, who are people that you see often and, um, you know, like your social network. And then I asked her a question about what is a favorite memory in the last two, three years, she could not name a one. She had been so focused on her job. Seriously. She was, yeah, she was kind of embarrassed that nothing came up for her. Well, there had been a couple of deaths that might have um, entered into that picture. So I guess we can give yeah. her a little slack there. But yeah, um, the other thing about uh, that's a challenge is some, a lot of people don't like change. Well, if you didn't, don't have a job today, but you had one yesterday, that's a change. 
and um, burying your head under the pillow or in the sand is not going to work yeah. because you have to make choices now. And um, I kind of like ambiguity, but a lot of people don't. And I see ambiguity as kind of a fluffy cloud. You, you know, it's kind of confusing maybe, but little by little as you hang with it, it starts taking, it, taking shape and you, you just go with it. But not everybody is patient that way, I guess. Yeah. Well, the work you do is, is, well, let me just say that the phrase I'm going to use is longevity preparation. Mm -hmm. So that's a body of work you are doing with people. I want to make sure, I want to go ahead and skip this next break. So I want to make sure folks know, uh, first of all, very special guest here today, the expert in this arena, Sharon Rolfe, and joining me here today. Can you take a minute and direct people to your website? But more importantly, how did they have a conversation with you about longevity planning? Well, my website is effortlessvitality.org and I am in the process of getting it redesigned even this week. And I do have a freebie that I'm calling um, Through the Looking Glass because retirement really needs to be a time where we look in the mirror and say, who have I become? Yeah. Well, what are my talents? What are my... Um, education, what am I good at? People might pay you compliments all the time about being a good listener, but did your job actually pay you to be a good listener? Well, now's the time to maybe mm. apply that, you know? Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I have a, um, the, this through the looking glass, uh, longevity preparation that I will send out to people if they, um, email me with that. And my email is Sharon at effortlessvitality.org. Awesome. So Dr. Pat, earlier in, uh, in the program, you mentioned a couple things about another challenge is that your your identity is totally changed now. We, you don't exactly. Have you don't have that business card that says, here's who I am, you know? Um, so, and I often say you don't have a task or team or a title. And um, a lot of us thrive to over solving challenges and having a problem to add, you know, put our creative juices to. Yeah. And um, another reason to be intentional and look at that mirror and say, who am I now? Because um, I want to bring my best to the world. Folks, we need help. This yeah. world needs help. And so putting your head under the pillow is not going to help anybody and not you either. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and don't you think, too, though, it is difficult um, taking that first step? Uh, interesting story. So people ask me, what is it about uh, Carl Gibson and what about what Carl created up at Everett that's so special? And, you know, I'm listening to you and it hit me what it is. Is it really the senior center itself or is it something else? So here's what hit me right now. I play this sport in a number of places. And why is it that I am so looking forward, right? I carve out two days a week for me to go play up at this particular place when I could play anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. It's Howard. It's Howard. Okay. Howard is, was number 17 player in the world, Howard Grossman. He is the gentleman that is the glue. He's the guy that got five tables, all top quality. He is the, the guy that will, when a new person comes in, he will coach them and train them. He's the guy that works with me on my loop and my forehand. And he doesn't get paid by any of us, right? I think we just celebrated his birthday, his 80 something or something birthday. Wow. And to be honest with you about this, none of that matters. He is at the top of his game. Very few people can beat him, but that's not why. See, this is what I'm talking about when we think about building communities, right? You cannot just put up a structure without thinking about the people that should be working there. Now, he, Howard doesn't work there, but all of the people up there in Everett, they are the coolest people, right? 
So how important is that as a factor when you're coaching people and you say, hey, why don't you dot, 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 dot? What do you think about that? It's Howard. Yeah, it makes me think my my Aunt Grace was the, the glue that put our family reunions together. There you and go. Just a couple of days ago, um, I don't remember what it was, but I think I was somebody was telling me how they were celebrating. And I thought, you know, uh, as an introvert, you and I don't put on the parties, right? No, we don't. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to do a better job this year about intentionally either inviting someone in. It means I have to clean my house, but that's okay. And, or intentionally inviting somebody to go to lunch with me. So I am working on making those decisions that nobody else can make for me. I love that you brought that up. You know why? Dee Dee is coming to my house Friday to clean my house. <laughs> I haven't had Dee Dee here, right? You know, if, if you're a business owner like I am and you are, uh, the idea of even taking a couple of hours off to go play ping pong is like absurd for a lot of people to even think about. Cleaning our homes, if you ask me to decide, do I stay late at work, go play ping pong or clean my house? Cleaning my house would be third on that list. Uh, <laughs> I will stay at work. But I don't, you know, look, I have been that person all my life. I mm -hmm. work three and four jobs. See, we know what this is about. We're not really shy about hard, how to work hard. What you're talking about is given that that's who you are, how can you work at your happiness now, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I strongly believe that what gives us joy uh, what when we're doing things is like painting a picture perhaps or taking photography but that is a key to that being feel, feeling fulfilled whether we're paid for it or not but when we're doing something that is a natural gift it's it's a key to our happiness and how many people used to play instruments you know in high school and they were known for being a maybe a spelling bee expert or whatever and you know, when you, when you get through college and that's all laid outside, that's no longer part of their life. Well, there is getting to be more and more stories that of people at 40, 50, and 60 that pick up those things and realize, oh yeah, I forgot how much this brought me joy. Exactly. So, so well, let me ask you this, and, and as we kind of bring this full circle, we didn't talk about the fact that the work that you do in longevity planning is also to help people with their inner peace and joy. Oh, yeah. We should talk about that, Sharon. Well, that is um, my point number six is that our spiritual foundation might have been pretty minimal up to now. And if you're not in the habit of going to uh, a church or organization on a regular basis um, or whatever it does that makes you feel um, spiritually connected, um, this is a really good time to start focusing on that. Because I think that's part of where that fulfillment comes in is when we're anchored in a foundation. And spirituality is often seen as that foundation yeah i mean you could go as far back as you want but if you're looking at the turn of the century the 20th century and you go back to uh some of the earliest and toughest work of carl jung one of the clear things carl jung said at a at a point of absolute frustration and despair when he was unable to help an individual get sober, right? Tried and tried, did the best therapy he could, came up with this solution. And what he said was, and there's a, just a beautiful letter he wrote about this back to Bill Wilson. And what he said was, you need a spiritual awakening. It needs to be that connection that you have 
that place that you go that reminds you of who you truly were meant to be. And, and I think that that point that you brought up, Sharon, is so important for us to remember. One of my guests just uh, two or three weeks ago was Martin Root, and he uh, has written a book, Project Heaven on Earth. And he asked three simple little questions that everybody knows the answer to, but it's, it's um, like that warm memory that I've been talking about and how it gives you strength. Well, he, he then says, well, if you had a magic wand, how would you change the world? What, what would be heaven on earth for you here? Everybody has their own answer. Pretty interesting that he didn't have to tell them, teach them. Nobody, there's no training for that. And um, then he says, each day, is there something simple, easy, and concrete that you can do that makes a step towards that heaven on earth? And I, uh, I'm getting more and more convinced of how much love is uh, an answer to so many things. And when I, when I think about God, I definitely uh, imagine love, and I, and I've lately been thinking, standing, feeling like standing in heaven, and just that love is permeating every cell in my body. And then I can, it's easier to walk it out here on earth because our our world needs a lot of love. Yeah, it does. Sharon, I I can't thank you enough for the work that you do. And, you know, your heart is clearly in this. And that's what's so special about you. Um, I want to thank you for joining me here today. Kind of two things. One, remind people of how they can work with you and find out more about you. And then the last thing is, what is your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Well, you can find me on effortlessvitality.org, or I'm going to give my phone number out today too, 425-877-6655. It's kind of fun that it's three pairs of numbers, 765. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, my message today is I want everybody to go out of this world feeling fulfilled. If it's 75 or 105, being fulfilled is what this life is about. And um, bringing and giving your best is um, what we're here to do. I love it. Sharon, thank you so, so very much. Thank you for having me. I know. Have fun. I like Thank it. You. Just I, like I said, I wore my hot pink just for this show. I'm always asking what is possible. <laughs> That's it. And look what showed up. Hey, everybody, I want to thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. If you want to find out about me, go to the drpatshow.com. Pretty soon, you're going to see a couple of other things come up. Please make sure you go to Transformation Talk Radio. Check out our fabulous host. And pretty soon, like in a week, our wealth channel. Hi, everybody. It's great to have you. We'll see you next time.